Welcome to Punk Up the Airways. Hello, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Punk Up the Airways. You're speaking with Davey Smith from Wolf and Sheep's Clothing. How you doing, Davey? Hanging in there, hanging in there. Been a, been a long weekend. Right? Been too crazy, right? So yeah, let me ask you something, man. You, you, describe, you, you describe yourself as a... Uh, as a Baltimore-based new wave American grunge band on your on your Facebook page there. Yeah, yeah, sounds about right. I mean, I throw in some hardcore in there too. To be honest with you, man, I'd even fucking change the American and put hardcore in that in that place right there. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll see uh, the powers that they will uh, will allow. I'm just telling you, man. You got to do that. That's what I. That's you know, I'm telling people. I'm, you know, that's what to do. Uh, I'll let the guys. Know. So what's some of your well before we start Well never mind, he's gonna shoot at right at you and and with the questions. Now I wanted to go into some so I know you guys have been around for a while, man. I gotta ask, so I can't I kinda struggling to remember. I know you played with the stinkoids. Were you got did you guys did play with the runs? Yeah. Yeah. Because been- yeah, you had a you had a different drummer back then, right? We had so we played with one drummer that we used to play with when we were in like high school back in uh, our first show was like, I don't know, like 2015, 16, something like that. Um, so we are, we played one show with him. He got drunk, broke someone's drum equipment, hit on someone's girlfriend and we kicked him out of the band that night. And then by the following month, we got Doug. Like I used to work with Doug um, in Towson. We had been offered a couple of more shows, and I was like, I think I'm, I think I'm a fucking drummer. So let me see what I can do. Um, I asked Doug if he'd be willing to sub in for a show or two that we had lined up. He was like, yeah. And then he decided to never leave. And I'm like, thank God. <laughs> um, yeah, we, we've had this lineup since 20. 17, 18. It's been a it's been a while, definitely before COVID. Okay, so you did play with the runs, right? At one point? Yeah. Like, yeah, I know, we, I know we yeah, I know we've like played a depot show. Right? Yeah, it's been a couple, yeah. Because I don't think we ever played with them at sidebar, but I know definitely at the depot. I think some kind of nightmare, maybe. Did you play yeah. with us at that show? Uh, right, yeah, something well, like that. Probably, probably something like that. Yeah, I, I, I vaguely remember that. Show. Yeah. yeah, it was Johnny's drum set that um our old drummer broke because we had a different drummer. Right, line the Meteor up. King. He got, he got arrested for murder, so like we had to have someone else. <laughs> so, yeah, we had played with him, and then you know shit went sideways with all the Meteor King stuff. So, so hold on. wait a second. Let's back up a second here. You just said somebody was arrested for murder. Can we clarify who that yeah, was? That is accurate. Um, so we had been playing with one drummer. He was like a burnout. We had moved on from him to get a different drummer who was more like our vibe. And then like wasn't really filling up the practices or anything like that. Had, you know, been offered some shows by Johnny. Um, and we're like, oh, you know, we don't really have a lineup. Finally had the lineup. And um, we're like, this isn't working with him. Got the old drummer back for just the show. He fell apart halfway through the show because he got drunk at like 12 and just like continued drinking the rest of the night for some reason. And then um, <laughs> not, that, not that long afterwards, um, we found out that the other drummer that we were working with he, um, you know, he's currently incarcerated. So then threw that drummer out, got Doug, like, the following month, um, and Doug <laughs> So it's been a, it's been a, an experience. See, so no wonder you're a hardcore band. <laughs> I mean, 
Like Doug will drum in flip flops and shit. So Doug Doug can do it all. Well, you know, I got, I got to check out the album you sent me there on YouTube and all that. And, uh, so it's called Warpath, right? The album. Yep, the title track off the album is also called Warpath. The number one single is uh, Catastrophe, and it's been it's been doing all right. Yeah, that's my favorite song. One of my favorite songs. I like Warpath a lot too. I like uh, myself and you, and uh, you know, fuck your at it or fuck your uh, fuck you all, right? No, oh, yeah, yeah. So FYA. Um, yeah, my uh, myself and you is about like some really. Sh- there was like a a Tom Cruise movie called uh, Night and Day. It has Cameron Diaz in it, and there's a a scene in like a diner where he like holds Cameron Diaz at gunpoint. I was like, if anybody moves, I'll kill her. I'll kill myself, and then I'll kill her. And I was like, this movie is terrible. Let me let me do something with that. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I was like, man, I'm about ready to tell this guy this movie sucks. <laughs> I've seen it. <laughs> I mean, that's what it was. That was the whole fucking thing. And it was like, I tell people about it because it's just so fucking stupid. Like, anytime I like introduce it, I'll give them that little backstory. I'm like, if you want to watch a really shitty movie, go, go watch that. <laughs> You get some some old girl's gonna be like, "That's my favorite movie, motherfucker." I love Tom Cruise. <laughs> Better you than me, right? Hey, so uh, so we all know Wolf and Sheep's Clothing, the proverb, and all that. Um, I mean, who decided on the name? We we bounced around with a couple of names throughout the uh, throughout the years. Me and Mike have been playing on and off since like high school. Um. Then we've had different iterations with different people coming and going. Um, I don't even remember who came up with it. It might have been Mike, like like, like 10, 10, 15 years ago at this point. It's been, a, it's been a long time since we've had that band name. Right. Yeah, I was uh, so I'm hunting you down and all that on YouTube and everything else. And I see this other thing called Opus. Oh, yeah. Is that I- Yep, I recorded that on. I mean, it sounded a little familiar. I was like, "This sounds like these guys." It's got to be now. It's early stuff. So yeah, that um, I recorded that on uh, an original MacBook and GarageBand. Um, all the instrumentals on that were just done as a live take, and then lyrics dubbed over it in our old drummer's basement. Um, that shit is. That shit is old, yeah. There's like what 10, 15 songs on it. The cat is like an ex-girlfriend's cat whose name was Opus from uh Bloom County. The the comic their bodies buried down there in that basement. Um the <laughs> that's a different drummer. That's your older. old drummer put there. <laughs> I I haven't been over there in years, but there is one time. So he was watching a guy that um he had some like some sort of disability from like a stroke or something. And I remember going down there getting ready for practice and he's laying on the ground with his dick out. So who knows? <laughs> who knows? Hey, we all been there done that. Yeah. Pissed on the floor, everything. It was it was wild. Kenny does every time we do yeah, a show. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, you get the jitter though, you go around. <laughs> <laughs> So it looks like you've been on a couple of comps too, man. Have you so what's this save the sidebar? You've been on some benefit comps, huh? Yeah, we've done a we've done a bunch of benefit shows or or things like that. Um we've done like um a couple college shows for benefits. We've done um like pro sex work shows. I know that sidebar had had a few where they're like, you know, making sure that that people who are in sex work have like you know, contraception, um, are able to, to get the health benefits that they need. Um, so that's really cool. And then um, we were approached by um, by Tyler in um, Dead End Lane. who was like, hey, we're putting this, this benefit thing together. We'd love you guys to be a part of it. Would you like to do that? And we had just finished recording um, the demo with my brother-in-law. So we're like, yeah, let's let's throw something on. So we had done that, and then like the following year is when we recorded the whole album like from scratch. So yeah, it's 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 cool. It's cool. 
Oh yeah. So, uh, what's your favorite place to play around uh, around your area? So obviously the depot is is tops. We love Greg. Um, I've tried to catch him several times at Camden this year, and I just never fucking find him. Um, but anytime Greg ever is like, "Hey, can you guys jump on? Do you guys want to jump on?" Answer is always yes. Um, we're playing there Friday the thirteenth in October. You guys are on that. Um, so yeah, we're right. doing that. It's um, Meteor King's first show back in God knows what, three years now at this rate. Yeah, I miss um, those guys, man. I miss them, you know? Yeah, it, it, they, they've had a, a interesting go about with things. Um, I haven't seen them recently. Wade has come to a couple of the shows that we've played, um, like the Halloween show. That's, what, that's what I wanted to ask you. Is it still Wade? Is Wade still in yeah, the band? Wade and, Wade and Scott and are Scott, still right? in yeah, okay. Scott's still the singer, Wade's still the guitar player. Doug has been subbing in on drums. Um, so they got Doug's that from, together. Uh, and then they got Doug, a new speaker. Yeah. Doug from Dead End Lane. What else is he no, from? Doug from, so, Doug from us. Oh, okay. My bad. My yeah, bad. Our, yeah, our Doug is um is filling in for because yeah, I mean we you know, we are in the music scene. We we play around because of Meteor King. Um, I don't know if they're going to be painting their faces and everything still. I don't know. You know, it's a, totally a surprise. No one told me anything about what the vibe's going to be. I'm excited to see it. Doug will be pulling double duty. So it'll be fun. Um, but yeah, Friday the 13th. Depot should be fun. I'll probably dress up in Halloween costume or something. It'd be great. There you go. Nice plug. That's right. With the, uh, that's with the do watch, right? Yeah, that's, that's what I heard, and we're trying to get um, a couple other uh, – we we had a band in mind. I know we reached out to him. I don't know if um, if Media King has heard back from him yet, but it was one of the bands that we played with uh, last weekend at the um, at the fire station. That was cool. So they might do it. We were talking to them. They come down and like, go to the depot, so we're – you know, I'm not sure if they've responded, but hopefully they have. I'd love to, to play with them again, too. Oh, so. okay. Yeah, so do you guys, right on. Hell yeah. So do you guys got any uh, online merch or an online store or something like that people can go to to go find your stuff? I mean, if people want something, they're, they're always welcome to reach out, be happy to send stuff. I know during COVID, I was mailing, like, stickers and stuff to people. Anybody wanted it, stickers are are free and be happy to send some out. Um, I think the furthest I sent some shit was like Utah <laughs> for some people. Um, mulch is mainly, we have to re-up on our merch. We've been selling out a lot of some of the, the shirts. Um, you can listen to the the album anywhere for free. If you end up at a show, you scan the QR code totally free um, or just pop it up on like off of our link tree or whatever. So they can listen to that as much as they want. Um, don't need anything for it. It's totally free. So, but uh, as far as shirts go, people want something, buttons, stickers. Just you know, hit us up. Be happy to happy to work something out and get get you what you need. So then, you know, I got to ask you, what's your favorite band to gig with? Favorite band to gig with? Um, well, obviously the Do Whats. Any band that Kenny's a part of is the favorite band, regardless of what band it is. Um, and, and I swear to God, people, I didn't pay him eight dollars and seventy-five cents to to say that at all. There's no one underneath of me with a gun. Um, I mean, there's, there's a bunch of bands that, that we love playing with. Just to rail off a few. Um, Dead End Lane to play with a lot. We we used to play with Meteor King all the time. Um, like if we were in the, you know, if things are with Feed the Scene, it's uh, Brace Face, Chas Monroe. Um, love playing with Professor Goldstein. Um, we recorded um, at their house. So love all of them. They're, you know, would play with them anytime they wanted us to. They, they played on our um, demo release show, so that was great. Um, Strong Zero, um, Ryan, Emily, they're, they're amazing. Haven't seen them in a while. You know, hope, 
hope to see them again soon. Haven't gotten on a show with them in a bit, but definitely would. So, man, we played just about all those bands on our show. I think we have even had a couple shows that we did, you know, the airwave shows, and I think uh, Strong Zero was at least at one of those. Yeah, I, I love playing with them, Ryan. I met Ryan when he worked at Guitar Center, and he sold me a bass. And like I, like I knew he sold me a bass and my practice amp. Um, and I was like, "Hey, are you playing that Halloween show?" And he was like, "Yeah, Scott's my cousin." And I was like, "No shit!" And like all that's where we all met. Um, our old drummer hit on Emily, and that's why we were like, "This, no, 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 no." <laughs> I don't even know if they remember it, but yeah, it was like. Five years ago, at this point, something like that. We're like, Sir, you're, out. you're fucking out. Yeah. And, uh, well, yeah, lo- love all them to death. They're all they're all great people, great musicians, great music. You know, happy to be a part of it with them. So, those bands that are like, yeah, you know, wouldn't re- like probably won't play with them again or whatever. I've been at shows where you know, I had like the Depot or something, and Greg is like, they're never coming back. And I was like, all right, my bad. Like, sorry to book them in the first place. So, <laughs> as long as it ain't me, I'm, I'm happy with it. You ever played any festivals or anything? Yeah, we, we played, uh, I mean, we played the festival together, a Sonar Fest. Um, right, Sonar. We played, uh, it was called Phoenix Fest up at um, uh, McDaniel College, which was really cool. Um, played a couple places out of state, which is always fun. Just trying to, you know, branch out more, you know, get out of Maryland, play outside. You know, we're we're happy with it. So whatever comes, usually people can count on us to, you know, we're available, we're willing to play. It's just, just that simple. What, what's your favorite festival? Um, well, I really, I did really like Sonar Fest, and I know that they're doing it all over. So that, we had a blast, man. That was just you. Yeah, you got, really we were all hanging out together. Yeah, that was really cool. Leon's really cool. So, um, I was talking to him about maybe getting something else together, you know, somewhere else. But there, you know, Sonar Fest is in multiple states all over the country. So we're, you know, waiting for that to end. Um, love this shit with Infinite Terror. They're, they've been like, oh, man, we got to get you guys on another show. Got to get you guys on another show. So I know that they do, like, think Thrashrix Day, uh, Death the Summer, their end of the year uh, Christmas thing is always fun. So, you know, something like that. But, you know, met a lot of cool people, happy to play with all of them. So you got any funny stories that uh, happened at shows or anything? Uh, so last Saturday, my bass cab caught fire. <laughs> so how did that happen there, Davey? I don't, I don't really know. So we got there. I have like a, a bass cab that somebody, that my old job gave me. Um, it didn't have a lot of power in it. So I put in two subwoofers in the, in the bass, but I never touched the, the top two speakers. It was a four by 12. So the, Two top 12, have no idea what they are, didn't even bother looking at them. Wired up the subwoofers, had like, I don't know, 2,000 watts worth of, of power it could handle. Because my my head is a 90s SVT, that's 400 watts. So I was like, okay, I'm going to need like 450 watts minimum and let's see what we can do. Um, get up there, everyone was going to use my base uh, cab that wanted it, first Three bands used it, so it was going for like an hour and a half straight. I go up there and just have no power. And I was like, oh, maybe my head blew, like the fuse in my head blew. So someone let me use their head. I got a lot of low, but I wasn't getting anything else out of it. So the guy who lent me his head while I was playing, we look out the back, and the back of my cab has two, um, two speaker jack slots. The one is in use, and the other one is just shooting sparks up against the wall <laughs> and we're, we're in the fucking firehouse playing but there's no like there's no fire extinguishers like there's nothing so if shit would have started catching fire like we just would have all had the whole ass and it it was a fucking nightmare um either the ohms were wrong 
It ended up being like I found out it was a car speaker that someone put in. It was like a pile car speaker. <laughs> and I was like, there's a fucking car speaker in this. I don't even know what it was. I don't I have still, no idea. It's worse and worse. Yeah, like it, I don't know what the um the ohms when it was. The ohms were probably off. They said that the speaker cables got really hot. So I assume what happened is it couldn't handle running for two hours straight. It heated up. The solder undid because of the heat, touched something else, started the smoke, blew the one speaker at least, shorted out my head because of the, the short, and then started smoking and sparking out the back. And I was like, Jesus Christ. So the first Jesus like three, first three, four songs until we downtuned from that fucking whole set was just garbage. Like I'm just singing without playing bass. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> But then we finally got it right um, the last song before we downtuned, and we played Some Kind of Hate by The Misfit, downtuned, and everything else was cool. So it ended all right, but and it, it didn't like take up other people's time or anything. We were just like running it straight, but like, you know, thank God for the other bands who were there to like, I had one person's head and one person's cab, and it was a whole. Whole thing. Everyone was using our XLR cables for all the speakers. It was a whole fucking like just shit show. In them, I was like, I had never experienced anything like it. Everyone else was like, we've never seen this happen. I was like, Jesus Christ! So like, I was like, maybe I shouldn't be cute trying to play on like a sixty-pound, you know, '90s head because I like fucking the Chris Novoselic tone and just fucking get with the times and play some solid state like Trace Elliott shit or or something like that, a Marshall head, some something that I I don't think is gonna explode. So All right. A good one. Yeah. So uh, I think Tuna had a question for you earlier. Do you want to ask that now, Tuna? No, I'm good. No. <laughs> uh so what's some of your influences? Some bands that well, I know I'm going to speak for everyone else first. Um, Mike, the guitarist, loves 80s thrash music. Um, Megadeth is his favorite band. Metallica, Anthrax, um, King Diamond are some of his um, really big influences. So when he reworks whatever I write on guitar, that it usually comes out something like that. Um, Doug likes a lot of um, like newer hard rock music, like post-hardcore stuff. He likes um, like a day to remember, stuff like that. I I love grunge music. So I learned how to play music listening to like Nirvana and Soundgarden and stuff like that. I still listen to it. So that's really where my like songwriting style comes from, like quiet verse, loud yelling chorus sort of deal. I don't know you if you do most of the heard our show or not, but... Uh... What's up? I said you do most of the writing then and then I, take it to them and add to it? Yeah. So the way that we usually do it, um, I'm not really hardlined on most things. So I'll come up with like a little chord progression, maybe a little, you know, a little lead line, something like that. I'll write some lyrics out and then I'll usually record it, send it to, to everyone else. Uh, or I'll work with Mike on it, we'll work something up, you know, as long as it's in the same melody, key, stuff like that, I can usually rework any lyrics that need to be reworked. And then we'll just sort of like pound it out as close as we can. Like the most recent song that we wrote, because um, we've already started like a second album, um, it's, I think we took two, three practices in the song, like we, we were already playing it live, like after just running through it two or three times, because we like me and him work on it a lot. And I just let Doug do whatever Doug wants to do on the drums. I know nothing about drums. Um, and he's like, I wouldn't have any other drummer than Doug. So I, he can just keep once he has his input, put his input, we try it out, work it out. And then just whatever Doug wants to do, we're like almost always happy with the first time. So just so like, you know, it's a democracy, not a dictatorship. Every now and then I might put my foot down and be like, no, I want this part in the song or something. But <laughs> those, are, those are few and far between. I, you know, 
if I need to totally change my delivery of lyrics, you know, there's a lot of songs that we like that me and Mike had that we totally rewrote and the lyric delivery is insanely different than it was when it was first written. And it sounds great. So. And he works with you the same way you work with him, right? Yeah. Mike, uh, Mike works, a, does a couple of, uh, he's written a couple of songs. Um, well, I'm just saying, I'm saying like when you put your foot down, he's like, okay, oh, yeah, man, yeah. fuck it. Let's do it. Yeah. There's definitely parts that like, you know, obviously we'll butt heads on certain things. Um, like, what lyrics should be on what part, if a part should be doubled or not, how long a chorus should be. Like, Mike's much more technical than I am musically. I'm just like, hey, I got a structure. I can write a song, and I'm happy with, you know, four. Like, I'd be happy giving a structure of a four-chord song and just be like, okay, this is great. It sounds cool. It flows well, and I'm, I'm happy with it. But then Mike will be like, okay, well, I'm on now I'm going to make it technical and I'm going to make it more interesting to listen to because my focus is like, you know, lyrics and how I'm delivering it, not so much the music and like it's like the complete opposite. Music is first and foremost, if a song was instrumental, Mike would be happy with it as long as he's like, it's fun to play and I like listening to it. So I'm, I'm not, you know, not complaining. I'm happy with it. I hope it doesn't change. We, we've written, in my opinion, some pretty cool songs. So Hopefully that continues. Absolutely, man. That album you you sent me is killer, man. And I'm I'm telling you, man, that Opus thing is nice and raw. Yeah. And I know you did it through Bandcamp, but Bandcamp got a talent, man. They got the thing where everything sounds like it's live, and you know, like the live drums and the live. Well, it, it, it was done like one or two takes. Um, no vocals. We just sort of like practice it till we got it down. Then, and then I think we did it like in a weekend we did the whole album in a weekend i mixed and mastered it in like ableton or something like ableton light i had no idea what i was doing and it's kind of things gotta be close to 10 years old at this point and we just banged it out like not all those songs ended up on the album like you know we we still play a few but not not all of them. So if you found that you uh you probably found some that were just going to leave in the vault there and probably never play again so, right. got a little, got a little peek. Yeah. All right. So, has you got any like a family member or somebody that got you into music, bought you a guitar or something like that, or no, did you do that no. in school? I um. A buddy, you know, maybe. Kids have always liked music. Um, Mike is the Mike showed me how to play guitar like first when we were in like uh, I was like fifteen or something like that. He lived off the street from me for a while. Um, and he showed me how to play, um, Seven Nation Army was the first song I knew how to play, uh, a girlfriend from, you know, high school bought me a BC Rich Warlock was my first guitar. Um, nice. I spent, I, oh, the next picture, that thing is long gone by now. Um, so they have that. I bet I you miss it. Though. No, it, 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 it was, it nosedive and everything like that. I like. I mean, I play bass in the band, so I, you know, a bass and a guitar, you know, I play short scale. So I'll, I play, um, I play a 65 Mustang bass reissue, the uh, JMJ model. It's probably going to drop a humbucker or something in it. Um, I build my basses. So I built a, a another Mustang bass that has a Bartolini. I built a Music Master that has a Seymour Duncan in it, so. Well, as long as you don't build amps, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I, I'll make sure I don't. Uh, like, <laughs> someone did ask me to try to fix one before. Like, I'm not good at wiring. Like, my, I can wire a guitar. I have since wired correctly two guitars recently that I painted. I was through the roof. Um, I built, my my brother-in-law is a guitar tech. He's, he's currently on tour with... um the ghost inside like and that is his job so he uh, i helped them move before and he rewired to uh two for me i have a uh, a base i built that has like a push pull pot because it's just one knob um he and he redid my um my music man base which is because you know music man have those like 
guitar pickups in the bass, so they're really like tinny, and the poles don't line up. So I threw a, um, I threw a Duncan in there, and I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, like the first guitar I ever built was a, a Rick and Morty guitar made out of the old headboard for a bed I built with my dad. A Rick and, a Rick and Morty guitar. Yeah, yeah. The, I built a Rick and Morty guitar that's shaped like a Roswell um, Rhodes guitar, the one from the um, Silver Chair <laughs> music video. But like those guitars, I was like, oh, this is a really cool looking guitar. And I go looking it up, and they're like $10,000 because they're made out of like air grade aluminum. And it was like, they're like to commemorate the 50th anniversary of Roswell or something. And I was like, Jeez. well, I'm not buying that. So I was like, but I'll build one. So it's shaped the same, but it's to um it's the strat specs as opposed to like one humbucker. It's got um one humbucker and two single coils and like you know, five-way toggle switch and all that shit. So it's basically just a strat, but uh, the body style is this um the Roswell. So you're multi-talented. I try. I like to I like to get my hands on things. And once I once I did that one and I was like, it's just wood. You're like, you got any other projects? Like, what's up? You got any other kind of projects you do? Um, I mean, I, I make Halloween costumes. I'm currently building a costume for the Renaissance Festival. Um, like sculpt, paint, all that kind of stuff. My dad went to MICA, so he draws. My sister has a graphic designing degree. I make stuff that I can like fiddle with. I currently have one hanging in my garage right now that I'm building. I'm building a, um, um, Gibson Ripper right now. Nice. So, yeah, I uh, I left my old job, had some time off, went to Lowe's, bought some wood, and was like, fucking do it. So, it's currently hanging, drying with the uh, like um, primer on it right now. So, I hope to have it done before the end of the year, but I got a bunch of other projects and shit that we'll see. Hey, so before I forget to ask you, man, who does your art on for the album? So um, her name is Deanna, and she is one of Doug's friends. I, I, if I'm misusing uh, pronouns, I apologize. But um, goes to, I believe uh, she goes to Micah, and she did our demo work. She did the album cover. Um, Meteor King was interested in her artwork. A couple other bands that we played with last week and were like, dude, your guys shit looks so cool. Who fucking did that? And we like, re you know, gave, gave the contact info. So that's really cool. Um, the shirt logo with the, um, like the wolf and the ram skull, all of that. The only, like all artwork you see on anything with our name on it did and it's it's all great even though even like our, the sticker with the wolf and the um the little sheep footprint all all of, all of it's great we you know we work with her, bought the psls and everything so we own it all but our, you know i would go to her a, a hundred times over the only thing that we did internally was the like the shitty little sheet outline i drew that in snapchat with my finger in like 30 seconds so, like, we just want something really fun and light because we, um, like, we, our original run of shit was the a black shirt with the white, like, skulls on it. And then we had the inverse, so the white shirt with the black skulls on it. But the black skulls were really hard to make out what they were. So, we were looking for something a little bit easier if we wanted to do a different colorway that's really noticeable. And we were like, this shitty little one line thing we can just bang out real quick. So, I just whipped it up real fast and like I took a photo of my hand to make the background black and just drew it real quick. So I'm not sure what we have lined up as far as like, uh, you know, other single releases that we might do or um, the next album. We had a couple ideas for the next album, but I'm, I'm going to keep that hush hush for now. But it, uh, you know, we got some ideas. So oh, come on. You want to give us an exclusive, don't you? Um, so one of the one of the ideas we so we don't know if it will be animated. So one of the things like uh, my sister does like wedding photography and stuff. Um, so one of the things that we were talking about was uh, 
one of the new songs that we play that's not on the album is called Teeth. Um, it's about like, like, have you ever met somebody that you just absolutely fucking hate? And the only thing you want to do when they're just like yammering on is just like knock their teeth out. Like it is, it is that. So the song is about a friend of mine from college. It's about her ex-boyfriend. And the whole song is about just like knocking his teeth out. So we were talking about maybe an album cover called Teeth or something like that. And it was just going to be a picture of like Mike's teeth, like in black <clears> and white, <throat> just with like blood or something coming out, just like looking like he got punched in the mouth. So, you know, we're, we're probably halfway like ready for the album to come out. Um, I think we got like, five, six new songs that we're happy with and want to put on the album so far and a couple other things that we're working on. But you know, we just put the one out in June, so we're not trying to, like, double up. You know, we're not Weezer putting out an album every six months or something. So we got time. Yeah. Oh, I was going to let you know, man. We got about a two-minute, we got about a two-and-a-half-minute warning uh, get ready to end the, uh, the interview and all that, the recording. Right. No uh, but, uh, so... So what do you what do you think about the scene, man? I mean, are you know what do you, you think anything uh, needs to uh, happen within the scene to make it better? Or, uh, you, I mean, what do you think about the scene? There, there's it depends on the scene. Um, you know, I've been a we've been a part of a couple of them. Some are you know better than others. Some are more inviting than others. Um, you know, we love being a part of the Baltimore music scene. Everyone that we've met, super inviting. Everyone's super supportive. I love the DIY aspect to it. I haven't met anybody that's like, you know, I'm too good for this or I'm better than you or anything like that. Um, there are people that definitely have like an air about them that, you know, whatever, people are going to do what they do. Um, but no, I mean, as long as everyone's inviting, everyone's got each other's backs. Like I haven't encountered anything of like people getting their shit stolen, even though things are thrown around for hours. So, you know, I respect all that. The fans right. come. Same way, respectful of everyone, respectful of people's time, <laughs> the people that come and watch the whole show as opposed to like watching their friends band play and then fucking leave. Um, I mean, unless, you know, shit happens where it's like you're on a tight deadline and like I got to go to work, but I wanted to stop by like shit like that. But I don't know, I'm I'm happy with it. I, I mean, you know, hopefully it continues to expand, expands out of state and get you know, more bands in. I know a bunch of bands are sort of crossing over. Um, like Arcanon is working with Feed the Scene now when they were working with uh, Infinite Terror a lot, which is cool to see. So, you know, hopefully that continues and we just get some big, you know, big shit together and just, you know, everyone's playing with everybody. Hey, uh, Davey, what's your favorite beer? Favorite beer? Yeah. Right now I've been really in the mango cart. But um, in general, I am a whiskey or bourbon drinker, so I'll have a whiskey for sipping and a beer for drinking. Right on, Davey. Well, you know, we got about 20 seconds left, so I just want to say, hey, man, thanks a lot Absolutely. for, uh, you know, the interview, taking the time out to talk to us, and, uh, you know, hope you like the show, man. Absolutely. Whenever it comes out, let me know. I'll be happy to, you know, we'll definitely want to watch it back. All right, buddy. Thanks a lot, buddy. And, uh, you know, thanks a lot for the, hooking me up with the show, too, with the do what's and all that. Absolutely. We'll see you uh, We'll see you in a couple weeks.
Yeah.